Hey guys, if you love the podcast, please make sure that you're subscribing to my free Sunday newsletter called Sunday Thoughts, where I share some more insights, maybe a little bit more relevant to that particular week, but builds on top of the things that I talk about in my podcast and all things self-improvement. So if you fancy it, check out the link in the show notes. Cheers. Hello, wonderful listeners. I hope you are all well. It feels like forever since I sat down to do a podcast. And the special thing for you right now listening is that this is as close to being live as possible. I'm recording this half an hour before I usually release due to, as we'll explore in this episode, some time off and some much needed rest, recuperation and resetting which I'm excited to share with you today. And the reason that I'm sharing it with you now is because it's still fresh. It's still fresh in my mind. Something that I'm a big believer in in life is as we learn something or as we experience something is to capture those moments and those feelings that we have at those particular times because you create a bit of a time machine for yourself. This is why journals are so powerful, because you can time travel to these moments in your life where, obviously at the time, you understand how you're feeling and what you're going through, yet when you look back, it can be such a powerful lesson in all of the ups and downs that you've been through that help you understand why you are where you are right now. So... If you have read my newsletter from yesterday um, or over the last few weeks and the upcoming one, I'm sharing a lot of thoughts at the moment around peace, around rest, around resetting. And I'm going to call this episode Forcing Solitude because the last few weeks I've been talking about busyness, I've been talking about what it's like to be busy, what it's like to not be busy. And one of the polls that I did on one of the latest episodes was around why are we not busy or what is it around not being busy that exists? And majority of responders said that they were scared of not being busy because of the unknownness of it. And also, they don't know how to not be busy. So today, I'm going to share with you some thoughts that I've learned through life, but also very recently um, through experimenting and just through reading during my time off as well. So I hope you enjoy this insight. And as always, share your takeaways from it with me. Write to me. I honestly cannot express how insightful I find it when people take the time to write to me with their thoughts, whether that's about one of my Sunday emails, whether it's about a podcast episode, or whether it's just a response through voting on one of the polls. So like I said, to set the scene, 
a lot of people don't know how to or are scared of not being busy. This is due to life happening to us. We have a lot of things that accumulate over time. When we're not busy, we feel like we're behind. Or we feel like at this moment in our life, we should be busy in order to learn. Yet, I'm going to go against the grain here and say that not being busy is a blessing. Not being busy is something that 99% of people who are busy would like. Or at least like the option of. This is not an episode about being trapped in busyness, whether that's from your schedule or physically. This is about being trapped mentally. This is about exploring choice and options that we have when it comes to solitude and also the benefits that that will bring. Now, this lesson is extremely profound at this moment in time because... I've not had any Wi-Fi or signal of any kind for the last week, which has been wonderful. It's borderline impossible to create that now, unless you are physically away from it all. It allowed me time to ponder, to consider, and just to think. The embracement of boredom is something that we need to learn, that we need to program for ourselves. And I'm going to share a little bit about how I'm going to continue that during my time back from my rest. Now, when it comes to forcing solitude I don't want you to think of it like a diet. I don't want you to think of it like restriction from things. I want you to remove any feeling of punishment when it comes to solitude becoming a part of your life. Solitude is there to nurture. It's there to support. And it's there to reassure you that whatever moment or whatever part of the journey that you're on, by being by yourself is a safe place. It's somewhere necessary to go to if you're going to find that feeling of peace within yourself, that self-acceptance, that self-worth. And like I was talking about embracing that boredom and the way that I'm continuing this and training my mind is through the idea of blocked internet time. Let's take an example. You are in a queue, either waiting for your shopping or maybe in a shop or any other service that requires you to wait. 99% of people will get out their phone to distract themselves. And this is the key word here today, this distraction 
from solitude. When we do this, we are almost feeding the surface and shallow level of our brain because there's no resistance there. Yet what we need to do to create more happiness, more inner peace, is we need to force resistance upon ourselves. We need to sit with ourselves and our minds in order to get comfortable with it. Blocking internet time means that only certain times in the day you can access the internet. So you might want to use pockets of time in your day that might help, or you might find that there's periods of your day that you actually would need it, but you have permission to access it otherwise during that time. The important thing here is that you are having blocked time rather than a free-for-all. This builds that discipline which Over the last few months, I've talked a lot about how discipline can benefit us and how to access it. So try this. Assess your day in the sense that at what times during the day do you ultimately require the internet, maybe for work or just being contactable, but also how can you limit it so that if you are needed to be available, how can you shut off the other things that might distract and feed that surface level element of distraction. Like I said before, a reminder, I don't want you to feel like this is punishment. I want you to feel like this is a level of a game that you are going through to see how comfortable you can get with your solitude. Ultimately, it's about creating perspective. Perspective of The internet isn't the be-all and end-all. There's a lot of research out there around how gratitude can feed your feeling of well-being and feeling good and positive about life. By removing this surface level of distraction in your life day in, day out, You create that perspective of you are grateful for the fact that you have a bit of peace and quiet to yourself or the fact that you have the time to be present to appreciate all the great things in your life rather than going on to your phone and starting to compare yourself to the other things that you don't want but convince yourself that you do. You can see why this is so dangerous when we're doing it so much, when it's almost habitual. You're essentially removing and eliminating the opportunity for you to feel worse about yourself. It creates the perspective of you being able to be more present whether that's more present just in life, but more importantly with those around you, your spouse, your pets, your friends, potentially even your children. Having that presence and just being 
is not only a form of respect for them, it also allows you to, again, really appreciate all the great things in your life. It allows your thoughts to become deeper. It allows your perspective to become more profound. If you ever have a problem in life, one of the best things you can do is sit with it. If you're constantly distracting your brain from sitting with that that problem and those thoughts, you're never going to figure it out. You're only going to end up more frustrated. Going for a walk, going for a run, some other element of flow that you can create, cooking dinner, playing and making music, whatever it is. These things are not distractions. These are your mind working indirectly with problems and solving them. It actually allows you to be more creative. It allows you to come up with ideas and solutions to these problems. It allows you to focus more because you're not dipping in and out of these zones of focus and distraction. You're actually having a chunk of time where you can focus, whether that's directly or indirectly on things. You feel less pulled around in life, pulled left, right and centre to all these demanding things, a ping on your phone, an email, a message, a post. I'm not saying to remove it, I'm saying have time where you do that rather than being reactive to it all the time. If you allow this to control you, you will end up living a distracted life as opposed to a focused life. And there is nothing more fulfilling, meaningful, than knowing and having the peace of mind knowing that you have lived a full life a life of focus where you have made choices and allowed your mind to develop in these areas rather than years wasted being distracted. And I'm going to wrap today with that. I might share some more examples of this sort of idea or maybe even just some stories from my holiday where I was, without even thinking, putting in thousands of steps because we were out in nature all the time. We had no service. We were exploring different areas and different walks. We were reading so much. All of these things have allowed me to create these thoughts for you today. And I'm not saying to run away. I'm not saying to quit and leave it all behind but how in your day-to-day because I'm managing to coming back from it how in your day-to-day can you create this discipline around forcing the solitude that will allow you to be more focused with your life more intentional with your life because that's ultimately what brings us our fulfillment so I hope you enjoyed that today guys As always, and as I mentioned at the start, write to me with your thoughts. If you would love to join me every Sunday with my written thoughts, 
I call it my Sunday, my Sunday thoughts. But if you would like to join me for my newsletter, that's where I communicate quite a lot of my work as well. I'll add the link into the show notes for you. And you can join me every Sunday as well with either a warm cup of coffee or tea, depending on your preference. But otherwise, guys, I will catch up with you all next week. Have a great week. Cheers.